Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. But as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. That's right. I'm having chair issues, but uh, my name is Mike Pierworski, coming to you live from the East Coast. That's the coast with the most, from the co-host with the most here on The Rundown. 2A views, conservative news. Uh, Craig, uh... It's Taco Tuesday, my friend. Oh, yes, it is. It's raining tacos from out of the sky. Tacos, no need to ask why. Just open your mouth and close your eyes. It's raining tacos. It's raining tacos. Out in the street. Gotta love this song. Gotta love this song. Folks, Taco Tuesday is, is, is well, it's one of my favorite days of the week. It, is, it has made the beginning of the week more fun. Times you say Taco Tuesday, it's an American tradition. I, exactly. So that's what I keep telling folks. I'm like, look, the, the taco is the quintessential American food because it it is something that originated in another country as something else and has become uniquely American. Right, and then we stole it and made it our own. That's what we do. America! America! Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you brought your you brought your heritage here from your other country. We bastardized it, and now we claim it as our own. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's what America is. Because, you know, there, there are very few things that are uniquely, like, American that didn't come from or have no history or background from someplace else right. in the world. Exactly. Just take it and exactly. make it Listen, better. When you hear the whole "Give me your tired, give me your weak, give me your poor," that's so we can exploit them and turn them into American things. You know? America, America, America. <laughs> so, how are things going, my friend? Whew, too many tacos at lunch today. You tell me, I'm like, I'm like a little taco high right now. I'm way up here. I'm having a you know <laughs> little taco buzz going on. It's all that cilantro. Ooh, very nice, very nice. Yeah, we did not do tacos for lunch, but tacos for dinner will. Uh, tacos for dinner is on the agenda. Ah, gotcha. That's right, you guys. I keep forgetting. I catch you between uh, a lunch and uh, and dinner there for for showtime. See, it's it's just post dinner time here for me, or, or or you know, right about dinner time here for me. Hold on, let me see. Let's see. This today's Ooh. today's top. Yeah, very special. Tacos. Very special. Yeah, yeah. So, all good. All good. Most definitely. So, very most good. definitely. So hey, let's. Uh, well, you know what? Let's jump right into it. Well, well, I almost forgot. Before we jump into it, let's go ahead and give a quick shout out to our sponsors. El Sponsorinos. Here we go. Uh, let's say hi to our friends at Hitman Industries. That's HitmanIndustries.net. HitmanIndustries.net. If you got yourself an AR in the past five years. Probably got with barrels that don't even know it. Well, now you can go buy from the factory direct for your next AR build or rebarrel your current AR rifle. That's hitmanindustries.net. If you call them and you're a first responder, you get a discount. So don't forget that. If you call them, say, I'm a first responder and you can prove it, you get a discount. California Republican Assembly, fighting a good fight behind enemy lines. Now you can take part in California's future today. Don't forget to check out the California 6th Congressional Race as well. 
Uh, if you want the best in holsters, tactical holsters, concealed tactical holsters, get your butts over to Hog Holsters. That's H-A-W-G holsters.com, hogholsters.com. Use a discount code, the rundown, just like it says right down there, the rundown. It's all caps, no spaces, one word. Get yourself a nice discount there. And if you're going outdoors, you're going tactical, you want some tactical field gear, you want some hunting gear, you want some, you know, I don't know, fishing gear, archery gear, whatever, whatever the gear you want to wear is when you're heading outdoors, it's everything but the gun over at uscombatgear.com. That's right, folks. These are our sponsors. They bring us to you so that we can bring you to them. Do us a favor. Do them a favor. Do yourself a favor. Visit them by just following the link in the description to this program. Check them out. If you like what you see, spend some money with them and make sure you tell them that it was the guys over at The Rundown that sent you. Real quick, I want to, for those of you, when we started the show, if you got a little blown out, I want to apologize. We, I, I use the equipment for multiple different shows and whatnot, and I had the volumes set a wee bit differently. And, uh, you know, Mike Mike has that, 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 that bass in his voice that carries. So I had to... I had to take a little bit of your power back, Mike. I had to I had to tone you down just a little bit because you know you got that big booming voice, and you know I couldn't Ooh. have you exercising your white privilege all over the show. So you said take away some of my power. I checked to make sure I'm still white. We're good though, Craig. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Excellent. Don't, don't Excellent. Well, I'm glad. Just 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 want just wanted y'all to know that I did recognize that it was a a wee bit hot in the beginning because I know I well. If I went over and checked at the comments right now, there'd probably be some people like, whoa! Yeah. I'm going to blame it on the tacos, Craig, because uh, they've been making me loud all afternoon. <laughs> they definitely, they, as long as they don't call us a blowout, then you're okay. <laughs> I guess I guess no one knows but you and Location Bravo if that's the case right now. I'd say there was a lot of cilantro. <laughs> <laughs> Screens, come on, you know. <laughs> oh, all right. Let's get started. Uh, in the spirit of the Firearms Policy Coalition, uh, Democrats in New Mexico uh, have been responding to the governor there, who decided to institute a uh, a uh, an executive order suspending the right to be able to carry or possess or transport firearms there in New Mexico. Uh, and their response has been pretty much, uh, even the Democrats, has pretty much been uh, along the lines of FPC's commentary, which is, F you, no. Check it out. Suspending open and concealed carry. I think it's time to talk about the absoluteness of the discussion and the current court actions uh, that suggest that the Second Amendment is an absolute right and none of the others are. No constitutional right in my view, including my oath, is intended to be absolute. New Mexico's governor suspending open and concealed carry across Albuquerque for at least 30 days, citing an uptick in gun violence. But even some Democrats say the move is a violation of citizens' rights. California. All right, so yeah, in this particular story, what's basically happening is there was there, quote unquote, an uptick in gun violence. And so as a result, the governor there has decided to say, nope, no more Second Amendment. We're going to suspend the Second Amendment in certain areas. It says here, liberals turn on New Mexico governor over gun suspension, noting that it violates the Constitution, which is really interesting that, I mean, this it's, it's so bad that even liberals have, like I said, in this particular case, have turned on her. It says Democratic governor, New Mexico governor, Michelle Lujan Grisham, 
is coming under fire from mem- from members of her own party after temporarily suspending open and concealed carry across Albuquerque under an emergency order. I support gun safety laws. However, this order from the governor of New Mexico violates the U.S. Constitution. No state in the union can suspend the federal constitution. There is no such thing as state public health emergency exceptions in the U.S. Constitution. California Democrat uh, Representative Ted Lieu said. Now, Mike, I, I, I have to tell you, ten, Ted Lieu is a gun grabber. There is absolutely positively no doubt uh, from his time in the California legislature as well as the things he supported in Congress. So for him to come out and say, yeah, F you know, uh, that's a pretty big uh, that's a pretty big step. That, that, that is. And uh, he must be up for re-election here soon. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. He is. Um, he's up for re-election every two years. Um you know, Craig, I, I, I try to look at the, uh, the, the the tactical reasons for them for them doing this. Um, we, we know that this governor kind of you know squeaked by when she got this job, right? So it's it's almost like she's a she's a test bed governor for for what the Democrats want to do. It almost seems like the rest of the Democrat governors have gotten with her and said, "Listen, you weren't really supposed to have that job anyway. So try this and see what happens. Let's see how far we can get with you you, you doing some of this." crazy stuff that we all want to do we want to see the legal ramifications of what happens i'll tell you what 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 really shocks me the most about all of this though craig is when she says she says there are no absolute rights nothing nothing is you know what, what how did she say it? she said there's no absolute rights um uh it's not it's not uh she said not even her oath is something that is uh is enforceable well, you know, Mike, what gets me is, and now keep in mind, and I really believe that uh, the what, all of the COVID restrictions that were put in place were basically uh, guys like Gavin Mussolini, who declared himself uh, dictator in chief of the Republic of California for two and a half years, or for almost three years. Uh, you know, even basically what they're doing is, is they're saying we can suspend the law, we can suspend the Constitution, uh, so that we can do whatever it is that we want. And they're testing this out. They they got away with it to a large degree with COVID. Yep. Now they want to test it on other things. And notice they're calling it, it's an emergency. Because see, under an emergency, they get to say, uh, well, no, we, we can suspend the passage of laws or laws that have been passed. We can suspend the process and I get to do whatever the F I want. And that's, yeah. Yeah, that's, fact, what they're, that's what they're trying to do here. And that's what this is a test. And she's going to see in court how far the, 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 the judicial branch of the government is going to allow her to go. She says, no constitutional right, in my view, including my oath, is intended to be absolute. Uh, absolutely astounding, Craig. I, I mean, at this point, you really want my, my honest response with this? Is, is is she needs to go to jail. There needs to be a sheriff in that state that says, and believe me, it's New Mexico, there's plenty of them, you violated the Constitution, you violated the state Constitution, you violated the law, I've got some pretty bracelets for you, Governor. I, I mean, you know, it's gonna, that sheriff will be the next governor you know, after, if he does right. that. Um, but but somebody needs to put handcuffs on this woman and go, no. No, well, she violated fighting. her oath of office, which means that she, that well, once again, I don't know the state constitution, uh, but I, you know, I gotta believe that if there is a way in which to remove a governor who has violated their oath of office, she's done that. And let us just be clear: 
She's not the first to do it. There are a number of, of not just governors, but legislators who propose legislation that is in clear violation of the U.S. Constitution as well as the state constitution. And yes. the reason why they keep doing it is because there's no consequences for them doing it. They get Correct. away with it time after time after time. They've got to be held to account. If they're not, right. they will continue to do it. It's, it's the same thing, man, with criminals, right? You go to a state or you go to a place where they don't enforce the law, guess what? More people break the law. Same thing with you have people. It's even worse when you have people who believe that they are the law. Dude, Just if you are an a part of the executive branch, that means that you enforce the law. If you're part of the judicial branch, that means you interpret the law. If you're part of the legislative branch, that means you make the law. But none of that, none of those individuals in any of those areas are the law. Correct, correct, exactly. And so this is this is what I'm saying. I, I I believe, I know you're talking about the removal from office. That's all on the, let's call that the, the civil side of the court, okay? Um, I'm talking about moving her actions to the criminal side of the court. Uh, yeah. she's not she's not just a representative she's not just a congressperson she's not just some council person that's 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 proposing these laws she is the chief executive of that state she has willfully said no constitutional right in my view including my oath is intended to be absolute now we're just saying that craig i believe is cause enough to, re to remove her office but she's taken action on it so i believe it's time to find a sheriff in that state that says no you're under arrest. You're done. You can go sit in the you can go sit in the jail until this gets taken care of. Lieutenant governor sworn in. That's that's all it has to take. Because listen, if the president of the United States did this, you know what that would be? That would be a coup. That would be a tyranny. That would be the establishment of a monarchy. That's you cannot go around and say I am here to ignore the law and do whatever the f I want. That's what she's doing. Too bad. So sad. Bye bye. Yep. <laughs> that's my yep. perspective. Yep. All right. For those of you who are unaware, the new mayor, or the New York mayor, Mayor Eric Adams, uh, who has quite frankly, in my opinion, been a dramatic disappointment as as uh, as mayor of New York City, is now a Democrat. Say, huh? He's been a disappointment as a Democrat. Yeah, as a Democrat, but he is the uh, now considered the new Black Trump or the Black Trump because he dared to have any commentary about uh, the impact that the immigration crisis is having on New York. Here are the words that he uttered that, labeled, that, that led him to be labeled the black Donald Trump. Started with a madman down in Texas, decided he wanted to bust people up to New York City. 110,000 migrants. We have to feed, clothe, house, educate the t children, wash their laundry sheets, give them everything they need, health care. And this team here, we stated, let's do everything possible before we have to push it out into neighborhoods and communities. Month after month, I stood up and I said, this is going to come to a neighborhood near you. Well, we're here. We're here. We're getting no support on this national crisis. And we're receiving no support. And let me tell you something, New Yorkers. Never in my life have I had a problem that I did not see an ending to. I don't see an ending to this. I don't see an ending. That's right. New York City Mayor 
Adams described as as black Trump for warning migrant crisis to destroy city. Bigoted thinking. This is MSNBC writer claims that Adams has embraced bigoted thinking after he spoke out on how the migrant crisis is affecting New York City. Now, Mike, he's had to declare and he's gone to had to go to, to, to various departments there in New York and have them cut their budgets 15% in order to cover the, the increased costs. Now, mind you, this is for a hundred thousand more than seven million have come across our southern border and they're only being asked to have to to have a to deal with a fraction of them and yet it's going to break the bank there in new york city yeah well we know thanks to uh, uh their previous mayor uh wilhelm uh, that uh they were running on thin margins anyway and they were during covid they ran out of money and had to get money from uh from from uncle joe as well um but, uh, you know, it, it's amazing, Craig, when you, when you listen to his speech, he, he's, you know, he's a Democrat. Like we, we started off saying, he's a Democrat mayor uh, of, of this city. Y- yet he's found a way to stand between the Republicans and the Democrats on this, right? He starts off by blaming that despicable man down in Texas, throwing the Republicans under the bus, right? And then he says, now here in New York, we can't afford it. No one's helping us, throwing, throwing, throwing shade on uh, the governor Hochul there and the president for not to providing any funds. And, and, and it's, it's, as, as I listen to this, Craig, this is not a matter of, of conscience for him. This is a matter of money for him because if he had enough money to do this, there'd be no problem. He keeps saying that they're running out of resources. Resources means this folks means the moolah, right? And the governor's not giving him any, and the feds are not giving him any at this point saying, you got to deal with it. And I really believe that they're not giving him a lot of money because he keeps throwing them under the bus. Well, it, it, there is that. But the other part, the other thing is, is they're like, well, yeah, if you guys, if you guys are going to pass sanctuary city policies, which I firmly believe, then you probably should have made sure to account for that in your budget, which means you probably yeah. need to be taxing your businesses and your wealthy a little bit more, even though they're fleeing from your state in large numbers or you're from your city in large numbers. Um, the, the problem is, is that their policies just don't work and they've got to blame somebody. And in this particular case, I, I honestly believe that Eric Adams is a classic liberal uh, who is fighting against progressives. But the problem is he doesn't want to accept the fact that Republicans are right on this. And so instead of blaming progressive policies, he's blaming Republicans, which makes absolutely no sense because the Republicans are the ones saying uh, we need to secure our southern border. We need to make sure that we're not just having people just come on across the border. Now, he's also, though, quite, quite frankly, blaming Republicans because they're sharing the wealth when it comes to the diversity that is being presented to the United States through an open southern border. Yeah, and listen, you, I mean, I, hopefully folks should understand what's going on in Texas. This is, this is not just making a political point. Texas is littered with towns that are 10,000, 20,000 people along the southern border. Well, you can't take 10,000 people and put them in a town of 10,000 people and expect them to uh, be absorbed into it. But you can take 100,000 people and send them to a town of 10 million and expect them to be absorbed into it when they're a sanctuary city also. All right. So, you know, well, it's it's and, and to be clear, we're talking millions of people. Yes. In towns that are tens of thousands, towns built for tens of thousands of people have millions and they're sending hundreds of thousands to cities with millions who have said 
You're welcome if you've entered our country illegally. You are welcome to come here. We will take care of you. I, I, maybe it's just me. But I think they're just taking them at their word. And they're, by the way, yeah. they're asking them where they want to go. They're not just shipping them off to New York. They're saying, where are you, where are you going to go? Let's see, we got, let's see, we got California. We got New York. We got Chicago. We got Detroit. Where where you want to go? <laughs> yeah. No, exactly right. Exactly right. You know, and it's it's uh, you you also hear a lot of uh, of, of of Adams uh, Democrat values coming out right when he says they're taking them in. He goes, I, I, Craig, he listed everything they're going to do. He goes, we got to we got to feed them, we got to bathe them, we got to we got to we got to get them school, we got to get them health care, we've got to uh, we got to wash their sheets, right? Right. Um, why don't why don't why aren't they doing any of this for their own homeless, for these Americans that are there, including the, the homeless veterans that are there? All, all of a sudden, they have to do 100% of everything for these immigrants, yet they're doing zero for their own citizens and their own homeless. Well, because Americans, America is, is evil, and you know everyone else from everywhere else is good, and therefore right. we have to take care of everyone from everywhere else, and our own people are evil and bad, and so therefore they should suffer. That's their attitude. That yeah. is their attitude. True. You never know who's going to come from another country, bring the next, you know, taco craze or something like that. So, yeah. Wow, that's a good point. All right, let him in. Yeah. Just let him in. By the way, he always considered you the black Trump. So, just so I, we're... I... <laughs> huge. It's huge. I'm going to be huge. Huge. <laughs> Look, I... <laughs> wow. I... I, I... The sad part is that's not the first time I've been called that, but um, I, I generally, well, I'm, I'm not even going to go there. Let's go on to our next story. We could shorten it. We could call you the blump. How about the that? Blump. Okay. <laughs> California is trying to take your kids. Sound like an exaggeration? I don't think so. Uh, here we go. So California denies parents the right to raise their children. Listen to this story. A new California law makes it a crime if you don't accept your child's choice of gender identity. The bill could potentially make you guilty of child abuse if you refuse to call your son, Jane, and buy him dresses, said Bob Hogue in Red State. Authorities could take away your kid if you don't bend the knee. California's controversial Assembly Bill 957, which requires parents to affirm their child's gender identity or lose custody, passed the state Senate. The standard of well-being of a minor is being changed to include a parent's affirmation of a child's gender identity as part of the health, safety, and welfare of the child. Now that, now that it's passed the Senate, the Assembly will need to agree which in which in the heavily democratic legislative body assuredly will then heads to governor newsom who will almost certainly sign it since he endorses gender identity politics mike this is literally so if you are in the middle of a custody battle right and they say well i accept the fact that my seven-year-old wants to be called a girl uh and uh and my spouse doesn't that would be considered child abuse and therefore a reason to take a child away from their parent. I, Democrats, look, if you are a Democrat and you are watching this show and this does not alarm you, and this does not bother you, then there is something wrong with you. I, I'm sorry, I'm not the extremist on this. If my seven-year-old wanted to be a, a, a transformer and wanted to be Optimus Prime, 
Are you telling me that I now have to take him to the doctor and say, uh, uh, you need to put some, some wheels on, on my, on my child. Um, and, uh, because they're now a transformer. I, I really, I'm speechless. I go ahead, Mike, please, please. And I expect in California that, that, that healthcare would be free as well. I would think, I mean, (laughs) I mean, if they're going to mandate it, it might as well be free. Um, uh, yeah, Greg, this should be a Thursday story because this has got throat punch Thursday written all over it. This is this is this has got uh, come here, come here with your ideas. I got something for you. Uh, this is this is absolutely uh, uh, ridiculous to think that a parent can uh, can be can be held criminally liable for a uh, a child's uh, a mental disorder, right? Uh, you know, is that we're talking about here, isn't it? Um, so. You know, to think that that's possible is is, is absolutely uh, ludicrous. Hey, Craig, I'm curious. I wonder what happens if they go to court in that custody dispute and the kid says, um, I identify as uh, belonging to my father over there. Do you think they give any weight to that statement? Absolutely positive. Absolutely positively not. The thing that the thing that gets me about this, Mike, is you're talking about children who in many cases, I mean, if, if, if you can remember back to your childhood, there were a lot of things that I thought and I believed as a child that I no longer believe because I did this thing. What's it called? Oh yeah. I grew up, right? I learned, I gained experience and I gained wisdom. And should we be allowing children? Cause, cause keep in mind, this is not just a random, Oh, you're affirming them. This is, that means you're also okaying them to take puberty blockers things that are, you know, cross-gender hormones, allowing your daughters to get mastectomies, allowing your, 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 your little boys to be castrated both physically and or chemically, things that have permanent consequences. And you want to allow a minor to make decisions about stuff like this. There's a reason why, yeah. why, why nation, why country after country after country is pulling back that had been wide open on the whole gender stuff on the whole transformation and all of that. They're all saying, Whoa, they're all slowing down. we're not finding that this is actually helping. In fact, it is actually hurting. No, you're right. You're right. This is, um, again, it's going to be down a, a dark road there in California. You know, it, it's, 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 it has, uh, I, I don't know how you people live there. I really don't. I just don't know. I don't know how you, I don't know how the, you don't wake up every morning and the people read the newspaper and go, "That's it, I'm out," and they just they just go. They just well, they just one, they just head east. It, it is happening, but keep in mind, Mike. It I, I I will take you back pre-COVID. Pre-COVID, stuff like this was an anomaly. It wasn't the norm. It now has become the norm in California, or from the politicians, and a lot of people are just catching up because they're not even aware of the fact that it is in fact becoming the norm. They're like, whoa, wait, what? Yeah. They're literally people on all sides are just waking up to this. That's why when you watch the news reports about protests at school board meetings, you're not just seeing right-wing white Republicans. You are seeing Muslims. You are seeing Latinos. You are seeing black folks. You are seeing all... You're even seeing gay people come up and say, wait, wait, whoa, whoa. Just because just because a, someone is, is, is effeminate does not mean that they're a girl. You don't need to be trained. <laughs> they may just be gay. I mean, that's... That's how crazy they have gone in some of this stuff. Anyway, moving right right, along because we're we're coming up against coming up against it here. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Barbara Lee, 
Barbara Lee is a state is a uh, congresswoman who is running for for Senate uh, here in the state of California, and she is upset and angry. Why is she upset and angry? Well, because uh, the governor isn't just handing a seat over to her when it comes to uh, when it. Basically, Gavin Newsom came out and said that if. Uh, sorry about that. Gavin Newsom came out and said, that, "Look, we all recognize Diane Feinstein is gone. She's done. She's. I mean." Hopefully she's done. If she winds up not being able to serve out the rest of her term, he said, "I'm going to appoint someone. In fact, I'm going to appoint. Uh, I'll appoint a black woman, but only someone who's going to be a caretaker, not someone who's going to run for the who's actually running for the seat." And the reason why Barbara Lee is angry was because well, she wanted to be appointed so that she could just be handed the seat. I mean, I guess I, I, I'm guessing that what she wanted was for this to basically be her reparations payment. That's what I'm guessing. She was expecting for her reparations payment, a direct payment of one Senate seat. When When is Feinstein's uh, term up? 2024. 2024. Okay, so if Feinstein cannot uh, stay in her seat until 2024, so the next uh, 13, 14 months, uh, Lee would get it, right? But that would only be for that 13, 14 months. So she's expecting to be handed a seven-year term is what she wants is that what she's asking for pretty much i mean whoever wins the democratic nomination is probably going to win the seat right now right. adam shift for brains uh, is actually the leading candidate and i think she believes that if she were appointed that that would then help her to become the leading candidate uh for the for the senate but the so so let's say feinstein uh you know she can't she can't uh, maintain the seat as of tomorrow Right. So for the remaining 13, 14 months here, he's going to have a runoff? He's going to have an election? How, how's this going to work? I don't know. I, no, he would, just wind up appoint, he would just wind up appointing somebody if she doesn't finish. So he gets to appoint somebody. And she's upset because it might not be her appointed. It might be Schiff. Well, it won't, well, he won't appoint anybody who is actually currently running. So if you're running for the seat, nope, he'll appoint somebody who will just agree to finish out gotcha. the term. Gotcha. Okay. He's he, now. If you decide, I can see this. All right. So he wants somebody. He wants a caretaker for this seat. Right. Uh, so to, and, and you want if you want to run for Senate later, uh, then you can run for it. Um, but but well, as the a, problem as is, a, the election is it, taking place right now. Right. His decision is you. You. The only way you can take this seat is if you're if you're not running for it. Exactly. Wow. So it's kind of like he's trying to avoid election interference. Pretty much. Yes. Wow. And and yeah, you could tell he's running for president. Anyway. <laughs> you know, there's some cash involved in this somewhere. That's what that is. That's that's what's going on. Pretty much. I would not would not doubt it. Would not doubt it one bit. All right, moving right yep. along. Uh, we're going to now move on to our parting shot brought to you by Hog Holsters. Find them at hogholster.com. Make sure you use discount code the rundown, all caps, no spaces. Get your hog holster today. All right, so, by the way, just so you know, there's a big, uh, everyone's talking about, oh, the uptick in COVID cases, and they're trying to say that there's a new pandemic that could be starting. Well, I agree with this guy right here. Let me know when the pandemic is serious enough that they stop the border, the, stop the border invasion. Yeah, yeah. Till then, I'm over here having my 
Looks like a piece having a champagne Shirley Temple, something like that. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. No, because obviously, if if it's not serious enough that you're willing to secure our southern border and make sure people who we don't know we don't know who, what they have or anything like that, if you don't know any of that, if you're not willing to secure a southern border for them, then well, hey, forget y'all. Uh, next, we have, and this was this was a point that actually I had been making. I, I, I've been making. It says here, the leader of the Proud Boys got 22 years in prison for January 6th, and he wasn't even there. Does this mean that we can start imprisoning BLM leaders for what happened during the summer of 2020? No, Craig, because they're minorities, and that would be uh, that would be racist. Well, no, it, it's actually because they were... That was that was mostly peaceful, lawful protests, right? right you know, that's right. Mostly, mostly peaceful fires mo- and looting, right? Exactly. And death. Right. Yeah, there you go. That, now you got it. Now you got it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, the final one, and this is all there in the lines of uh, along the lines of uh, of Eric Adams, uh, brought to you by the Babylon Bee. Democrats complain that illegal immigrants are destroying their sanctuary cities. Well, listen. I know this is a this is a post from the Babylon Bee, but you just saw Eric Adams say this. <laughs> look, look. The best comedy is based on reality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. That's what's such a trip, man. Is you read some of the headlines in the Babylon Bee, and you're like, "Wow, that could be the New York Times." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, Michael, it's about that time for us to say the world. Run, DMC, a jam master, J. Actually, it's about that time for us to go. But before we do, we got another shout out to our sponsors. Yep, let's say hi to Hitman Industries, hitmanindustries.net. Now you can get rifle and pistol caliber barrels at uh, rifle and pistol lengths, whatever you decide for your next AR builds. So check them out at hitmanindustries.net. California Republican Assembly fighting the good fight behind enemy lines. Now you can take part in California's future today. Make sure you check out the California 6th Congressional Race. And if you want some going to the field gear, some tactical gear, you can get everything but the gun at uscombatgear.com. Once again, folks, please take a minute, visit our sponsors, and let them know that the guys over at the Rundown sent you. We appreciate you tuning in. We appreciate you liking and sharing the program and encouraging your friends to do the same. We will be back tomorrow on Hump Day. Talk to you then. Hump Day!